What's up, everybody? My name is Athena, and you're here to listen to Vanished in the Valley. So today in sunny California, it's not so sunny. There are like literal thunder and lightning storms going on right now. Our lights are kind of like flickering, kind of like they want to go out, but then they come back on. So you might hear my house a shaken. So hopefully not. But yeah, it's kind of crazy and loud. We don't normally get storms like this in Cali, but wowza, do we need it. I mean, not only has California been in like a crazy drought the last several years, but our moron governor, Dictator Newsom, has actually disinvested in fire prevention. And I don't even know if people know this. Like, I mean, wow, why would you disinvest in funding to protect Californians from fire in our national parks? It's been crazy fire seasons the last few years. I was in Oakland when paradise burned down and the fucking sun was blotted out from the sky. It looked like visions of hell. There was like, I don't even, it's not embers, but I guess it would be like ash, ash flying through the sky. It was dark. It was, it looked like it was eight o'clock at night when it was three o'clock in the afternoon. And this motherfucker is going to disinvest in fire protection. Not only did that crooked little fucker disinvest in fire protection, but he also lied. He claimed 90,000 acres were treated in vulnerable communities throughout California for fire protection, meaning like prescribed burns, stuff like that. But the state's own data shows that in reality it was less than 12,000 acres. So a tiny little fraction of what Newsom was claiming. And I mean, if you look at the bigger picture, not just specific projects, the state's fire prevention work overall dropped by half in 2020. And that was the worst wildfire season on record for California. Newsom had slashed about $150 million from the state's wildfire prevention budget. So this rain is sorely needed, but another issue here is the infrastructure California has in place right now to store rainwater is super fucking antiquated. And 70% of the rainfall each year runs out to the sea. So I don't know, I guess uh, nobody thinks that's kind of a big deal to get this fire situation under control. But you know, Gavin Newsom, he's a fucking crook and we all know it, but the Dems seem to love this guy. It's that slick back, stupid ass hair. And while we're on the subject of stupid California shit, check out this bill that just passed in California on April 20th. So California Assembly Committee had passed a radical bill that legal analysts say would legalize infanticide, which literally breaking it down, infanticide just means killing infants. No shit. So it's California Assembly Bill 2223, which was sponsored by Assemblywoman Buffy Wicks from Oakland, already had prompted massive outrage, okay? Now, while the legislation is technically meant to end criminal penalties for abortion, it could stop people from being punished for killing newborns as well. So while hundreds of pro-life advocates show up to oppose the bill, the main proponents are pro-abortion groups like Planned Parenthood and the ACLU. So the measure came under fire from pro-life groups who say would prevent criminal liability if an infant dies during the prenatal period due to, quote-unquote, a pregnancy-related cause, which would essentially legalize the killing of newborn babies. 
The National Center on Health Statistics defines a prenatal period as between 28 weeks of gestation and seven days after birth. But that definition can extend up to 28 days after birth. So the bill would prohibit authorities from charging a mother for actions or omissions related to her pregnancy, including miscarriage, stillbirth or abortion or prenatal death. Anyone who aids or assists a pregnant person would also be exempt from prosecution. Additionally, the bill would allow the woman to sue police and other authorities who arrest her or charge her in such cases. Now, the problem we have with the motherfuckers that are in charge right now is they write these bills and they say it's, you know, for A, B or C. But you have to look at the precedent it sets because you got to imagine the craziest, most fucked up thing this bill will be used for. And I promise you down the line that shit is going to happen. And of course it will. It's California. I mean, land of the fucking moron. And I guess while we're on the subject of California bills, we have one called AB 2098. And that is the bill that is going to be able to discipline medical doctors for COVID quote unquote misinformation. So, I mean, they were just talking about it at the assembly on the 19th. And it's just going to subject physicians to disciplinary action for spreading COVID misinformation. I mean, what the CDC classifies as COVID misinformation, which basically we all know the CDC and the FDA are completely bought off by Big Pharma. So it's whatever Big Pharma doesn't want people to know or talk about. So now that we know misinformation are literally just uh, opinions that go against a narrative, So if a doctor even publicizes a medical study that goes against what public health officials and infectious disease specialists are saying, they can be disciplined for publishing a literal medical study. So the bill is coming from the Federation of State Medical Boards, and this is a statement they released last year. Physicians who generate and spread COVID-19 vaccine misinformation or disinformation are risking disciplinary action by state medical boards, including the suspension or revocation of their medical license due to their specialized knowledge and training. Licensed physicians possess a high degree of public trust and therefore have a powerful platform in society, whether they recognize it or not. They also have an ethical and professional responsibility to practice medicine in the best interest of their patients and must share information that is factual, scientifically grounded, and consensus-driven for the betterment of public health. Spreading inaccurate COVID-19 vaccine information contradicts the responsibility, threatens to further erode public trust in the medical profession, and puts all patients at risk. Now, notice that little last part where it talks about consensus driven that just means that as a bunch of fucking morons get together in a room and decide two plus two is seven and then somebody with a brain says that's actually not what's going on there they will be the one penalized the person talking about the truth saying two plus two is four will be penalized because the consensus of morons say otherwise everybody should be deeply worried about this bill Doctors should be free to practice medicine. They should not have their hands tied by fucking medical boards that are just bought off by big pharma. But unfortunately, with the medical system in America today, if you speak out, if you go against the grain, you will have some severe problems. Now, moving on from California's stupid ass laws and regulations, we're going to go over to Rhode Island. There is a bill that's proposing vaccine mandates 
which would require all Rhode Island taxpayers, including minors, to get COVID vaccines, including boosters. The punishment includes a $50 monthly fee and doubling your personal income tax liability. The bill literally reads, Every person of at least 16 years of age who is eligible for immunization against COVID-19 and who resides in the state of Rhode Island, works in the state of Rhode Island, or pays personal income tax to the state of Rhode Island, pursuant to Chapter 30 of Title 44, shall be required to be immunized against COVID-19. Every resident of Rhode Island eligible for immunization against COVID-19 who is under 16 years of age, or under guardianship shall be required to be immunized against COVID-19 with the responsibility for ensuing compliance falling on all parents or guardians with medical consent powers. What the actual fuck Rhode Island? I thought California was the state taking the cake on crazy laws with Kobobo, but apparently not. So you guys, there is a change.org petition being generated to fight this bill in Rhode Island. If all you guys could go to change.org and put your happy little names there and fight this shit, that would be great because I know we got people in Rhode Island listening and I know they've got a brain. They don't want this shit in their body. It's a literal bioweapon. I mean, COVID-19 itself is a bioweapon. Their spike protein in the vaccine is a bioweapon. I mean, I don't know. I'm like rubbing my face right now because it's giving me a headache. I'm so over Kabobo. I thought, you know, hey, Ukraine's happening. Maybe they'll fucking lay off this nonsense. But no, they're not. I mean, I know like that whole like mask mandate while traveling like on planes and trains has been struck down. But for how long? The Department of Justice is now attacking it. So it's like these crazy motherfuckers are not going to give up. Even in the face of many, dozens, maybe even hundreds at this point, studies proving masks don't work. They do not stop viral transmission of any respiratory fucking disease. I don't even care if you're talking about an N95 mask. They do not work. They will not stop fucking viruses like Kabobo. But apparently it's like they're fucking blanky and it makes them feel all warm and fuzzy. So they're not going to stop you guys. So we cannot stop either. And speaking of not stopping, the fucking Freedom Convoy is in Sacktown. I saw pictures of it and I've seen video going on. They're going hard in Sacktown right now. And that's what's up, you guys. Thank you for standing up for everybody else's rights when so many people refuse to stand up for their own. It's fucking mind-blowing how these lemmings are just walking themselves off a cliff because they can't fucking take their brain and look at the precedent all of this shit is setting to strip them of so many rights. It gets so tiring, but, you know, we're surrounded by lemmings, NPCs, sheep, whatever the fuck you want to call them. And unfortunately, they're the majority. And the majority here kind of is in control, which is mind-blowing. So it's kind of like I was just saying, if the majority of morons decide two plus two is seven, apparently we got to pretend like that's true. Get the fuck out of here. So a few weeks ago, I was telling you about a company called Metabiota, whose founder just happens to be a World Economic Forum Young Global Leader graduate. So I got some more dirt on this fucking company. Sit down for this. Now, when I was telling you guys about it, I was telling you 
basically in relation to Hunter Biden's investment fund and Rosemont Seneca, the U.S. Department of Defense Threat Reduction Agency. All of these people have thrown money at this Metobiota or contracted with them to run operations in U.S. connected labs in Ukraine. Well, another fishy investor has turned up and it's InQtel the CIA venture capitalist firm that I was telling you guys about two weeks ago. No shit, nobody fucking in the mainstream media can connect all of this and think, hey, maybe these shady motherfuckers, the World Economic Forum, Hunter Biden, the CIA, maybe something's going on with these bio labs in Ukraine. Nope, fucking crickets. So the story gets a little bit worse. So the actual founder, the World Economic Forum, puppet that I was just telling you about, Nathan Wolf. He's the actual founder of Metabiota. And he also happened to serve on the Echo Health Alliance editorial board since 2004. In 2017, he co-wrote a study on coronaviruses in bats together with Echo Health Alliance president, Peter Daszak. And I think I made it pretty clear for fucking almost two years now, Peter Daszak needs to be brought up on charges for crimes against humanity. But he's not. He's actually just getting paid more money by fucking President Brandon over there. So right now in conspiracy world, I haven't actually confirmed this, but it, this idea has been floating around. This is what we're kind of thinking. We're kind of thinking that COVID-19 began in these labs in Ukraine. And once it got to a certain level of quote unquote danger was then transferred to the Wuhan lab in China. Now, like I said, there's not proof for this yet, but I think there's a really good chance that this is how this kind of went down. These psychopaths in Ukraine were fucking around with the CIA's money, Hunter Biden's money, Echo Health Alliance money, and developed this bioweapon we call COVID-19. And once it got to a certain level of danger, you know, the whole gain of function situation started coming in, they transfer it to a higher level lab because Ukraine labs were only level two. So we're, we're thinking this is where it's going, but that's just a side note. Just kind of wanted to let you know what whispers in the conspiracy land are saying, but back to this fucked up company. Metabiota was a core partner of a United States Agency for International Development pandemic threat program called PREDICT, which sought to identify viruses with pandemic potential. Basically meaning there's a direct connection between the U.S. government and funding Metabiota. They also receive funding from the Global Verum Project, which basically is reported to have paid $341,000. There is the IQTEL, which I told you earlier, is a CIA venture capital firm that specializes in high-tech investments that support or benefit intelligent capacity in the U.S. intelligence agencies. It's like, why the fuck is this company investing in Metabiota? Hmm, what does that have to do with U.S. intelligence? So we have the U.S. Department of Defense's Threat Reduction Agency, who awarded Metabiota $18.4 million in federal contracts for scientific and technical consulting services to DTRA's labs in Ukraine and Georgia. So basically by outsourcing this work to private companies, DTRA is able to circumvent congressional oversight. So they can just basically have plausible deniability. It's not us doing it, it's these guys over here. 
So Russia is now accusing the U.S. of funding secret and illegal bioweapons research in these Ukrainian labs and claims this was the real reason behind the invasion. Now, Rosemont Seneca, which is an investment firm co-managed by Hunter Biden, we've already got him connected with that uh, making $50,000 a month by being on the board of some gas company there. But if Russia's accusations turn out to be true, which I think they are, this is going to be extremely problematic for President Brandon. I mean, come the fuck on. If this is Russia's, you know, real reason for invading, I mean, it might be that whole uh, bioweapon situation slash NATO. But I mean, they they've got a fucking real cause for concern. This Kabobo shit wiped out millions of people. It can be dangerous for certain parts of the population. I'd be pissed too if some asshole was making this next door to me. So Wolf, the guy that founded Metabiota, he also received more than $20 million in research grants from Google, the National Institute of Health, and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Of course, Bill Gates' evil has to fucking rear his ugly head here. And guess what? He was buds with Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. So the guy, Nathan Wolf, the motherfucker that founded this company, is super connected to all of these shady characters, all of these people that I've been warning you guys about for fucking months, going on years now. And I'm really thinking these people started this pandemic and it all began with this company and his founder in Ukraine. It just seems like anytime there is some bullshit going on and it's affecting millions of people, it's always the same players involved. They're not even trying to hide it at this point either. I mean, they're making Freudian slips all the time. Some politicians are just coming straight out and saying it. I saw this fucking Australian politician the other day literally say that Australians are responsible for their own health. So if they had bad side effects from the jab, it's their fault. It's like, motherfucker, you are threatening these people with becoming lepers of society. You can't work. You can't leave your house unless you get the shot. But it was their decision. God, you motherfucking. It just kind of hammers home the point. Don't fucking give your guns up, people. Otherwise, they can just push you around like they've done to the Australians. So now I'm going to move on to tell you guys about some interesting information found in a Freedom of Information Act request filed four years ago. Now, there was 51 documents in this report that was released, and in one of them, it literally said the U.S. government had proposed nuking the moon. No shit. We're like living in a fucking Bond villain movie here. So the U.S. government's now defunct Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, AATIP, spent hell of money, you guys, millions of taxpayers' dollars to research strange-ass experimental technologies like invisibility cloaks, anti-gravity devices, wormholes. They wanted to put a fucking tunnel through the moon with nuclear explosives. And this isn't even in crazy conspiracy world land. This fucking information is in the FOIA request. If you would like to see the documents in this request, hit me up at vanishedinthevalley at gmail.com or go over to the Instagram and search for Vanished Athena and go to the top of that and go to my other profile. 
I'm not even going to try to say the name because it's hella long. And if you don't type in every single letter, it won't even bring me up. So go there, hit me up, and I will happily send you this FOIA documents. So there's 1,600 pages of reports, proposals, contracts. Now, obviously, because there's 1,600 pages, I can't tell you guys about everything. But if you go to LiveScience.com, they have it all summed up and kind of easy to read. And it's fucking absolutely mind-blowing. In these documents, they talk about advanced technologies such as traversable wormholes, stargates, and negative energy high-frequency gravitational wave communications, warp drive, dark energy, and the manipulation of extra dimensions. So much of that stuff has, you know, been just uh, talked about in crazy conspiracy theory land, tinfoil hat weirdos. But the government was actually researching it. And so many conspiracy people would talk about this and just be completely derided in, you know, mainstream media and Hollywood as just fucking crazy or morons. And this research is actually happening. Now, a lot of the reports do talk about the impracticalities of implementing advanced technologies. One of those was a report on invisibility cloaking. They wrote that perfect cloaking devices are impossible because they require materials where the speed of light approaches infinity. However, Cloaking devices that make objects invisible to microwave-based sensors, such as like radar or motion detectors, are definitely within reach of present technology. Some of the other reports are kind of crazy and outlandish, like, uh, check this out, negative mass propulsion. The authors propose a plan to look for extremely lightweight metals in the center of the moon that may be 100,000 times stronger than steel, but still have the strength of steel. And their whole plan to reach those materials was just uh, suggesting blasting a tunnel through the lunar crust and mantle using thermonuclear explosives. Like, are you fucking serious? What is going through someone's head for them to even think that would be okay? This is another one where I'm scratching my fucking head and shaking it. I just, these kind of people are the dangerous motherfuckers because they're intelligent. They have government money for research and they come up with some crazy shit like let's thermonuclear blast the moon? Get the fuck out of here and get a straitjacket on this psychopath. Now, according to this LiveScience.com article, the latest FOIA document dump arrived just three weeks after the British tabloid The Sun obtained more than 1,500 pages of documents related to alleged UFO encounters. I briefly mentioned it. They were talking about fucking people getting radiation burns, unexplained pregnancies, and the reported side effects of different alleged UFO encounters. And this was all AATIP reports, you guys. So we're not even in conspiracy land. This is straight up documented, and you can read it in these FOIA documents. So now we're going to move on to dystopian apps being sold to America's youth. So check this out, you guys. There is a new app called Be Real, and it's a new social media app taking college campuses and I guess maybe teenagers by storm. Basically, the app functions by using your phone front and back facing camera to consecutively take photos of your day every two minutes and post them onto this app. Now, I know that sounds kind of like, wow, that's an invasion of privacy. It sounds all bad when I tell you that DST Global is throwing down with this company, and they have ties to the World Economic Forum. 
just a way to get everybody's lives, get all their fucking information and get records of it. And as soon as I see World Economic Forum being involved or their friends involved, all bad. I want nothing to do with that shit. So if you guys out there listening have kids, be really wary of this one. And it's actually right now one of the top 10 most downloaded apps. All bad. Anderson Horowitz, who is the co-founder of Meta, is one of the top investors in Be Real. He also has ties to the World Economic Forum. So I would not touch this shit with a 10-foot pole. So be on the lookout for your kids fucking around with this app. So I keep seeing these crazy ass reports just in conspiracy land. Mainstream media isn't connecting at all. But in the last six months, 18 U.S. food processing plants have burned down. No shit. If you search this, you can find the information too. It's just not connected anywhere. So we have Bonanza Meat Company. We've got a fire erupting at a meat processing facility in Lackawanna County. I mean, they're literally everywhere. And it seems to be a lot of meat processing plants. And it just seems like 18 over six months. And there might even be more. That's just kind of what we've connected once we figured out something fishy was going on. But I'm sure Bill Gates is fucking loving that since he's all over the funding for this artificial meat bullshit. So keep an eye on that, you guys, because that can become very fucking dangerous. I keep talking about the food shortages and this could just be a precursor. You know, the government is paying people to stop farming. They're paying people to kill all of their livestock and their chickens. So it can get really bad coming up in the next year or two. So it is enough time to prepare, but you just got to prepare the right way. Now, I've told you guys five billion times that the FDA is just completely bought off by Pfizer. But check this out. This is according to an Involve.com article published yesterday. Bombshell docs drop showing FDA and Pfizer work together to lie about vaccine effectiveness and conceal the data from the public. No shit. So over 11,000 pages of documents released March 24th and April 1st in compliance with the Freedom of Information Act lawsuit revealed that COVID mRNA vaccine manufacturer Pfizer has been well aware that natural immunity is effective against the novel coronavirus. Adverse reactions to their experimental injections are more frequent and severe in young people, and the impacts on fertility from the jab are unknown. So apparently there is a journalist named Kim Iverson and she works for The Hill. She is the one that actually like broke down all these documents and kind of put it out there. And basically what they're saying is in this information dump, the organization called Public Health and Medical Professionals for Transparency. They're the ones that actually you know filed the original FOIA lawsuit against the FDA last year. They are the ones that got these documents and reviewed them, and Kim did her report based upon those documents. So what they found is the clinical trial data showed those with previous infection of COVID had no difference in outcome than those vaccinated. In the limited trial, none of the vaccinated nor those with previous infections resulted in severe disease defined by either the FDA or the CDC. Yet, rather than say, quote unquote, people with natural immunity don't seem to need the vaccine, Pfizer instead spun their conclusion and said, quote, 
final efficacy results show the vaccine provided protection against COVID-19 in participants with or without evidence of prior infection with SARS-CoV-2. So they're just doing their word salad bullshit being shady as fuck with people. And that's the FDA allowing this to happen. They are the ones that is supposed to stop Big Pharma from being shady with our hells. The documents also show that Pfizer and the FDA knew the most severe side effects were found in people under 55. Even though it's like a known fact that people younger than that age group are less likely to have severe COVID. So a consent form for children's clinical trial of the Pfizer injections listed myocarditis as a possible adverse outcome with a rate of occurrence approximately five times higher than previously reported. And since most of these injuries happen in young men, when you adjust for the age and gender, the risk is severely increased, even more so for that demographic. According to data found on the CDC website, it's showing myocarditis and pericarditis after the mRNA boosters are highest in those at least risk from infections, i.e. children. But states like California are forcing children to get these shots to attend school. What is going on here? I don't know why I have to keep asking this question. It's absolutely mind-blowing that parents are allowing their kids to get these injections when they have such a small risk from COVID. Yet, they're totally cool with shooting their kids up with a fucking literal bioweapon and being guinea pigs, essentially. So you guys, I don't want to end this on some doom and gloom bullshit reality of what's happening in our world. So I'm just going to give you some tips to fucking bring some light and happiness back into your life during these dark and terrible times. First, get your ass outside. No shit. Go outside for an hour, two hours. Try to do some hiking. It really will improve cognitive function. It reduces stress and boosts creativity. When you get back from that hike, take a nice hot shower or a bath. I promise you, you will sleep so much better after a hike like that. Try to engage in rigorous brain training. Video games are too joyous to enhance cognition or intelligence. So the more challenging the task, the more likely it is to improve cognition. Like try to read really hard books where you got to actually like look up the words. That will definitely exercise your brain because your brain's a fucking muscle just like anything else. And if you don't use it, you lose it. Stop relying on machines for basic brain functions. Do some fucking calculations if you have to. Look at a map and figure out where you need to go rather than use GPS and spell checks. Mental math and navigation enhance problem solving. Learn until you reach mastery, then start a new skill. Like fucking repetition seems to be the key sometimes with a lot of different tasks or just whatever you like to do. I happen to be obsessed with reptiles, so I just keep repeating that process of getting more. (laughs) I just got uh, two new monkey tail skinks. And holy shit, the first one was a rescue. We saw it at this pet store in Stockton. And first of all, this is a tropical lizard that's vegetarian. They need humidity. This poor fucking guy was in a cage with no humidity and they were feeding it crickets. I was fucking livid. So me and Garrett had to go rescue that little sweetie. Her name is Blue. And then we found out they live in family groups. So we had to get her a friend and we named the other little boy Elliot. 
So just get a fucking hobby and do something that's going to bring you joy. Try to engage in more social interaction. And by doing so, you'll meet different types of people. You're going to hear different types of point of view. Just get out and listen to these other types of perspectives just to fucking hear the other side of a coin. Get yourself out of your comfort zone. If you fucking just had the same routine every single day, it's going to reduce your brain function. Do cardio. Get the blood flowing to the brain. 30 minutes of exercise boosts memory, information processing, neuroplasticity, and neurotransmission. I know fucking getting out and doing some hard cardio does not sound fun, but I'm telling you afterwards, the endorphins you will get for doing that cardio is totally fucking worth it. And I can't stress this enough. You guys, you need to eat healthy protein, healthy fats, fruits, and vegetables are 100% essential. Omega-3 fatty acids and salmon, walnuts, tuna are known to enhance information processing. Now, sleep is one that can be very difficult for some people to get. That deep sleep that just feels like this healing, just refreshing sleep. You wake up in the morning, you're like, holy shit, let's start the day. That is so important to get. I can't stress that enough. And if you are active doing hikes, you're doing cardio, you're more likely to get this deep type of sleep. You guys need to learn to relax. You need to get stress out of your life as much as possible. Stress is a straight up killer. If you just let stress upon stress build up in your life, it'll fucking give you a heart attack. No joke. So you guys need to get daily vitamin D. 30 minutes of sun exposure also can help cognitive processing and function. If you're fucking hardcore hitting the alcohol or smoking, it's 100% poison to the brain. Try to cut down as much as possible. And just do little bits at a time. You don't got to fucking do a whole life change tomorrow. Just make little changes at a time. I mean, honestly, the one that I think is one of the most important is literally getting outside and get your ass hiking and get that sun. It will improve your daily life. And you don't even have to do that shit every day. If you could find a couple of days a week to get out and find some nature hikes, do something like that, promise you, you're going to start feeling better. So you guys, that's about it for this week. And I'd just like to remind you, be aware and don't forget your pepper spray. Ciao, ciao. 